Hey, everybody. Please note that this is a previously recorded episode, and our format was to alternate picks. The plan is now to redrop the episodes in order, starting with the first season. Please ignore anything said regarding why we picked it or what future picks are going to be, as that has become irrelevant. Also note that there's going to be some sound quality deviations versus seasons 10 and 11 because some of these episodes were recorded a couple of years ago. And finally, these republished episodes in the old format will be indicated with a bracket in the title that says republished. All right, we will see you guys next week with normal formatting. LSG Media presents the X-Files podcast with hosts Josh and Dean. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Dean, and joining me is Mr. Josh. Josh, how are you doing today? Doing well. Doing well. So, just as a refresher, this is where, uh, you know, this is your episode, right? We each pick one. We go back and forth. Oh, yeah. This is your first time joining us. That's kind of what we do. We've been going back through the X-Files back catalog and checking out some of our favorites. We alternate picking. Last week, of course, we kind of agreed we should probably do the pilot. Yep. And then Josh's first pick was Beyond the Sea, which is a great episode. I'm glad you picked it. Very good shit. Makes most of the X-Files top lists that you see floating around there on the intertubes. Um, but was there something specific about why you chose this one? Yeah. Um, comes back to my main squeeze, Dana. Um, this is really, I think, the first episode that uh, of the series that really opens her character up more. Right. Um, you know, there's a little bit of the reversal of character... Um, the characterization of both of them, you know, uh, the skeptic and the crazy person, whatever. You know, they kind of flip-flop. Um, and I just like the situation it puts her in. She's really outside of her, the character's comfort zone. Right. Um, and it's a good episode. And hi, Brad fucking Dorf. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So good. So good. <laughs> He's ridiculous. Yeah, I like, I like what you're going with there. 13 episodes in. And they start kind of flexing the range of Gillian Anderson, which yep. is nice, but and I, I definitely think, out of the comfort box. Right. I think there was actually some kind of feedback. I don't know if it was from uh, critics or, or kind of production level people, but, you know, okay, is, is Dana's character a little too tight? Is she, mm. you know, we need to show a little bit more from her. Yeah, gotcha. And it works. Works great, you know. She's, um, she's awesome, man. You know, like I said, and we've talked about this before on this show, and that's, Scully was just like the attractive, cool other character in the show when I was a kid. I was all about Mulder because I was like, I want to be Mulder. I think I'm going to buy that <laughs> London Fog trench coat and uh, uh, wear a pistol around and, you know, <laughs> things you think of when you're a kid and, I don't know, go after, you know, werewolves and shit. I had a London Fog trench coat. Yeah, me too. Still do. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the closet. Yeah. Probably. Sometimes when it rains. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Out. Just saying. Like, who's that fucking weirdo in the trench coat? <laughs> With nothing else on. Yeah, why? <laughs> but yeah, this episode is is definitely one where we start to see her chops. You know, she's great. She is equally important to the show as he is. Yep. And and this is her episode. Mulder, Mulder is very much just there to move her story along in this episode. Yep. Yep. It's great. So the episode opens with, uh, it's a cold open, you know? It just opens, and yep. we're in this wrapping up of some kind of holiday dinner. You got the fucking Christmas tree going, the, the Christmas music, everybody's chit-chatting. And uh, we get her father, which is great, because he is uh, Don S. Davis, Captain William Scully. 
The old salty sailor. The old salty sailor. Uh, Stargate SG-1, I think, is where this guy started to blow up because he did the TV show. Oh. He was like one of the main people in that. Never seen it. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. still trying to see it because everyone swears by it. Yeah. Anyway, we get this kind of opening thing where they're just hanging out and it's just showing us Scully's regular life for a minute, her family life, her mom, her pops. By the way, when I first saw this episode, I'm like... This guy is ready shit. Looks like he's about to have a stroke on me. <laughs> so I was thinking, I was like, I don't think this guy's making it out of this episode. <laughs> Even back then. I'm like, this guy looks like his BP's probably 180. <laughs> Made it about 25 seconds into the sh- show. Crazy shit, though. I like this episode because it's so creepy right off the jump, right? Ugh. She's like, bye, Dad. The whole fucking Starbucks. Aye, aye, Captain, yeah. whatever actually, the fuck. before that, what I do like about that interaction, too, is that it's a little uncomfortable. Like, yeah, there's te- yeah. you feel yes. the tension. Yes. It's not like this, because the, the complex relationship with her father is so important. Right. And it does a great job of showing that without her being like, I have a complicated relationship with my father. You know, it's, right. you feel a little tension. How's the FBI going? Yeah. He's a little douchey. He's the old Navy man. Yeah. Whatever. He's got a little douche in him. Yeah. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah. It, it's a good point. And that's what's cool about the show. It doesn't have to smash you over the head with her bullshit. A flashback. You know, she drops her ice cream. He doesn't buy her a new one. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. You know, it's a period. Deal with it. Wherever the fuck happened when she was a kid. I don't know. We don't, have, we don't need all the bullshit. We know it's pretty common that it's, a, it's strained a little bit. Yeah. But you know what's funny? When she talks to him, and I'm glad you mentioned it, because when she talks to him, her she reaches that higher octave, like the yeah. girly thing. Yeah. Hey, Dad. Yep. Starbucks. Hey, yep. fucking I salute you. <laughs> and then when she's with Mulder, it's all fucking business. You know, it's cool to see the two sides of the character. But yeah, I was like, this guy's going to pop. He's fucking get the goddamn Derfrib standing by. <laughs> you think he's going down. I don't know if they made him look red as shit. I don't know. what. <laughs> it just looks like... You know, he had a handle of mead every morning. <laughs> he's just his BP's just through the roof, sweating, <laughs> sweating fucking bullets. <laughs> and uh, man, things turn to the creepy very quickly when he's sitting in the chair, yeah. the top down light in the <laughs> like fucking no words mouth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I hate this Hellraiser shit. Stop, <laughs> bro. It's so gross. And she's just like, Oh, Dad, Dad, oh, you left. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what dad's saying, but it's probably some kind of uh, infernal speech because it's frightening. <laughs> and then the ring. Awesome. Terrible. Everybody has had this phone call. Dana? Oh, it's the worst. Ugh. Brutal. You know, it's funny. I was thinking, uh, I've, I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, but you know, when my mom's mom, when my mom's dad passed away, my mom had a dream, like, not right before, but right after. So it was probably the trauma of hearing about it yeah. to where he like went into her bedroom she, she, when she was sleeping. He was wearing like a hockey jersey because he was a hockey guy. He got me into hockey and shit. And he was like, hey, Carol, how you doing? Just let you know I'm okay. Right? Oh, I, I kind of yeah. dream like that. Yeah. And I thought of that when I was watching this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was like, ah, this is crazy. So yeah, that um, it was pretty chilling. Uh, man, poor Scully. Yeah. Massive coronary. I thought for sure it would have been a stroke. I mean, look at the guy. (laughs) Something popped. Something blew up. (laughs) Something blew a fucking gasket in that thing. Yeah. (laughs) His face was a warning sign. (laughs) (laughs) So cool pre-credit sequence shit. And then uh, we have our 
opening sequence and then we have our little uh <laughs> our little fucking kissy kiss moment which i think is hilarious because the kid the kid with his 90s fucking flop hair he's like <laughs> oh man Busted. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Fucking busted. Just trying to park it a little God, handy. Yeah, what the little, fuck? Little, yeah. I was totally about to bang this broad, officer. <laughs> officer, why are you wearing loafers and jeans? What the fuck? Right? Yep. So, yeah. And this was... Uh, we were watching this again, too, right before we started. We were Josh and I were sitting down eating some breakfast, and we were fucking watching it because we're lovers. We live together. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. I was giving you a back rub. You're yeah. Sitting it's like, hey, check this out. <laughs> but uh, no, we were watching this episode, and I'm like, doesn't that kind of sound like Brad Dorif, like the, the, the original guy? Oh, right. It sounded yeah. like him. Yeah. Obviously, it can't be based on what we learn about the story, but yeah, I love the, uh, I love the whole kissy kiss thing. It's, uh, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of teenage shenanigans in X-Files. Like, a lot of the episodes open on, you know, a forest or a parked car or whatever, and it's teenagers usually trying to, you know... Trying to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get some. In fact, our next wet. step, die, die Hand. Yeah, Die Hand. Die Hand. Die Hand, yeah. <laughs> uh, was the same thing. Kids in the forest <laughs> yeah. fucking around with Satan or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Try, trying to get some strange just know? just trying to get a little you know what i mean trying to trick girls with fucking black magic <laughs> all these bitches watch the craft i'm trying to work that angle you know hey that was big back then i know yeah. i know good move by the way yeah but yeah you're right it's true it's always maybe chris Carr just didn't get any action in high school <laughs> and he's just like i'm gonna punish these fucks all these lucky sons of bitches <laughs> and he's just like i don't really know how it worked because i never did that <laughs> but i will have an authority figure with a, some kind of firearm break all of these up on some level pretty cool so we get we get to it right away and uh we get our meeting right between scully and Mulder. they go to the dc offices at the fbi they're in a yeah. dc office in fbi uh yeah fbi dc office not right. in fbi what the fuck what but yeah can we talk about Mulder's uh awesome empathy here like <laughs> Scully's dad just died. Well, like I guess yesterday or whatever. Yeah, and he like he's this like, morning. Little wooden boy's like, I didn't think you'd be in today. <laughs> Fucking really? This is your partner. You've already been through some crazy shit with her. <laughs> Saved each other's lives. That's as far as you can go. That's all I can muster, man. Awesome. Decovany's on the level all the time. How are you, Dana? <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. Crazy, right? But of course, our. That, again, this goes back to, you know, she's such a professional. She wants to throw herself back into her work, whether it's her dad dying or being abducted, you know, right. later on by Dwayne Barry. She always, like, she just Dwayne wants to get Barry. back into it. Dwayne Barry. Right. Yep, she does. And, you know, when you watch this episode again, like, her face wears, like, the pain, like, so well. Yeah. It's crazy, like, that subtle things like that that these actors can do. You know, which always puts me back in check. I'm like, how fucking hard is acting? Right. And then <laughs> yeah. I watch I'm like, well, wait a second. There's cameras and lights and Pretty idiots hard. standing all over the place, <laughs> fucking making noises and shit. Yeah. And you're trying to pretend your dad just died. And she wears it really well. But he does, um, he does start to drop a little bit of uh, knowledge, doesn't he? Two days ago, a couple was kidnapped at Jackson University. Elizabeth Hawley and James Summers, both 19. Last year, another couple was kidnapped to the day, except that abduction occurred at Duke University. One week later, they found both students' bodies dead. They were kept alive, tortured during that period. No arrests were ever made. Police believe it to be a one-time offender, but now it appears to be a serial incident. Anyway, if he holds true to form, we have five days to find those kids. That's a grim deadline. Well, here's another grim deadline. In one week, 
Luther Lee Boggs will take a seat in the North Carolina gas chamber. How is he related? He claims to have information relating to the kidnapping. He described Hawley's bracelet down to the last detail. This is information that only family members could have known. Or the kidnapper. Boggs feels that if his talents help save these kids, then his sentence should be reduced to life in prison. His talents? He claims to have obtained this information through psychic transmission. Well, there's the entire fucking episode. All right, we're done. So you know exactly what's going to go on, right? Hopefully that refreshes your memory because shit, that clip is long. <laughs> A full minute, I think. So yeah, he lays it down to her, tells her what's up. Covers everything. Covers the whole. And here, here's where we start to see the, the flip-flop of Mulder for once being the skeptic. Right. Um, talking about this guy, you know, psychic abilities, whatever. He believes in him. He just doesn't believe in this guy. Right. Because he helped put him away. That's he right. Thinks he's a uh, fucking sociopath. God, he's uh, probably right. Because he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in fact, Brad Dorf may be a sociopath in real <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah. Because shit. Not acting. <laughs> Zero <laughs> acting here. <laughs> so um, next we have a real, uh, a real, you know, honorable big burial at sea for a naval captain. Terrible <laughs> fucking, I would be so pissed. Dawson his ashes off a tugboat. <laughs> With like four people standing around in the rain watching. Yep. Apparently that's how we wanted it, Scully. Scully doesn't want to hear that. But what Scully does want to hear is, is dad proud? Was Ted proud of me? <laughs> right? Yeah. This was the only line that was kind of like, eh, yeah. is that a little bit too too right on? Are you going to ask your mom that at the funeral? Right. Yeah. And her mom's kind of a bitch. Like, not just in this Don't episode. Don't like her at all. No. In other episodes. Don't like her a little. Real, kind of, a little cunty? Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. No question about One that. One of the producer's wives, actually. Sorry. <laughs> If you listen to it. <laughs> uh, yep. So that's Off it. to North Carolina. Yeah. Uh-huh. Off to Raleigh. The prison. What a cool, like, that frame, that close-up on the fists, kiss, kill. Yeah. And that I- pan up the fucking grimy body. And who do you see sitting there? Grim Wormtongue. <laughs> Grimer? Grimer? I think it's Grimer Wormtongue. Grimer Wormtongue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sweaty and oof. this was actually a big deal, I guess. Um, Carter really had to push for Dorf. Oh, did he? Because this is you know still season one of a show that wasn't expected much sure. of, and he was like big billing. Right, he was big money to get him. No shit. Yeah, um, and uh, that makes him even cooler. They brought him on and uh, got the part. Uh, well, they got him in for the part. Supposed to start shooting in four days, and he's like, uh, "Can can you give me a week?" Brad said that? Yeah. Dorf, yeah. Yeah, just like... Because I guess he's like a real um, character actor, like really gets into gets it. Gets into the method of it so all. So he went and murdered a family before <laughs> to really get the feel. I guess so, huh? That's why he's always crying in these scenes. He's like, I feel so bad, but, you know, the show must go on. Doing really good, though. Doing really well. Oh, can we talk about the knuckle thing? Please. W- wouldn't you want... Like, look down at your knuckles right now. Mm-hmm. If you're going to get tattoos... Wouldn't you want them to face so, like, you can read them looking right. at me? I would imagine so. Because, look, his are... Oh, the other way. Yeah. Like, he can read them. Hmm. That's weird. Right? Yeah. I think I don't think that's how it should go. Yeah, I don't think so either. Let's talk about his dice tattoo. <laughs> I think I like it's, that one more. It's terrible. It's <laughs> terrible. The numbers aren't even right on it. 
<laughs> like the one and the six are next to each other. Oh, shit. Definitely never played D&D. Clearly. <laughs> Fucking guy. Fucking 2D6. It's a falchion <laughs> damage. <laughs> <laughs> never once. Never once. Uh, so, yeah, it is. When you would, you know, reading your own tattoo. Well, I mean... The prison artists I hear aren't fucking that good. <laughs> they don't make the finals of any of those tattoos. Dude, shows. I remember people in high school fucking trying to give themselves tattoos. Oh, that's awesome. With like a like an exacto knife and yeah, ink. Yeah, absolutely. Great life decisions. Yeah. I skipped that phase. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Boy, but, is Boggs the shit or what? Oh, Luther Lee Boggs. And then Doesn't that just scream serial killer? Yes. Especially with that kind of southern twang. Southern twang. You need a middle name in there. Absolutely. And God, he is just, he is so creepy. He is creepy and he is good. Yeah, he does get into it. And if they paid him a lot to do this episode, it was worth their money because he slays yeah. it. And it's consistently ranked as one of the top episodes of X-Files. Yep. And he murders the And it's, it's personally one of the favorites of Gillian Anderson and, uh, oh. yeah, and uh, Chris Carter. Cool. Yeah. Not Duchovny, though, because he's like, fuck, I was laid up the whole app. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> awesome. I'm a big, big star. So from here, we can return to the past, see the present, and know the future. <sighs> yeah, he skips through like a few different kind of yeah. characters yeah, he's sitting there. Rolling through them all. The tears, the sweatiness. Oh, yeah. uh, and Mulder gives him that piece of evidence. Yes. And he bracelet. really, really. Oh, no, no, no. No. The, 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 it's a cloth. The cloth. And he really ratches it up. He gets, sniffs it like a pair of Adelson panties. <laughs> if you're Lee Boggs, by the way. Not if you're anybody on this side of the mic. Just saying, if you're that guy. <laughs> I've, I've never sniffed panties. Ever. <laughs> I've worn them. No. But yeah, he's a creep show. Ugh. And he goes through his whole circus thing. Yep. Goes through the act, which is wire, wire, cocaine. <laughs> A dark place, a cold waterfall, waterfall. Yeah, angel of stone. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I tore this off my New York Knicks T-shirt. Go fuck yourself, basically, <laughs> yep. right? Yeah. So the whole thing with the setup for Mulder to say, "Yep, it's bullshit," as we expected. And this is the pacing of the episode that's so brilliant. After they call him on his bullshit, Scully's like, "I'm out of here," and he's like, "Somewhere beautiful." Beyond the sea. Beautiful. And then apparently he's a doppelganger because <laughs> she turns and sees her dad sitting yeah, in the chair. Right. <laughs> but I do like that. That's brilliant shit. That is such a good, creepy. Absolutely. It's such an intimate oh, thing. Yeah. You know? And it, she is just shaken to the core. The way she it, kind of like pulls her fucking lips in and, and yeah. tucks her chin down and backs away. She's terrified. It's creepy as shit. Understandably. Absolutely. It's yeah. awesome. And then, of course, it doesn't take Scully long after talking to Mulder a little bit that she starts driving around and she starts to see the signs. Yep. I wasn't looking, she later says, but she starts to see some signs, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, everything that he said while he was sniffing Mulder's New York Knicks t-shirt, Yep. she sees. Right. You know, there's the waterfall. There's the Angel of Stone. There's a condemned warehouse. Another good decision. Going in solo. Yeah, I should probably at go. Night. Yeah. Yep. I should That's, go in there. Right. No backup. We don't do Chan- that. No. I'm a federal do agent. Not. Do not do that. No. Backup is for pussies. One man entries only. Because <laughs> you can usually cover all the angles that way. <laughs> yes. Right? Uh, but yeah, so, and she finds 
signs of them having been there. Finds the, the bracelet, blood, coat mm-hmm. hanger, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're not there now, but gets all that evidence. And then we're back to... Uh, Scully's hotel room, I believe. Yeah, and uh, Mulder's kind of questioning her on it because she hasn't been totally forthcoming, has she? She has not. No. She has not been forthcoming at all. Um, she has been not being honest about things. Didn't tell Mulder about any of the parts with her dad. Um, we do find out that there's a positive idea on the charm from the parents. Scully says she lied to the police, but she doesn't admits to Mulder. It's as Bog said it would be, and he's like, listen, he could have set you up to wet you up, right? Yep. Could have sent you in there knowing you're going to follow the fucking trail. He gets, yeah, he gets upset. He's very mad at her. Both protectively, but then he kind of gets, kind of gets catty. He does. Kind of a, kind of a little Why bit of a now? bitch. Why about, Boggs? Yeah. She still doesn't tell him. About her dad. Not yet. No. That's great. Yeah. She's holding that back and like, he's, I, I like this dynamic. I like that he's, he's catty because his feelings are hurt because he's like, why fucking Boggs when I'm trying to tell you otherwise? Yep. And he's like, and then you lied on the police report right? because you're Dana Scully and they expect that from spooky Mulder. It is kind of like, you 100%. Know, he reacts emotionally. Right. Like As a little, usual. Like a little bitch, like his... <laughs> and for once, they're both emotional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? She never is. He always is. Right. And now she is too. And she's still withholding the dad thing from him. And Scully's upset, and that's when she starts to admit that her father didn't want to, didn't want to admit that her father had anything to do with what was going on, right? Doesn't she say that up here? Yeah. Yeah. And she, and she doesn't say specifically. So specifically. Well, she doesn't, say, she, she doesn't relate um, Boggs bo- and him. Right. She just is like, oh, he's dead. I'm upset. It's bothering her. Right. Yeah. Which is a good play because obviously it is. You right. can't deny that. So she can use it to sort of mask classic yeah. manipulation bullshit. Yeah. Women. Women's, 100%. Women stuff. Un- unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and Mulder just goes back to, you know, it's his only, what he gets out of this is not that, you know, there's any indication that Boggs is right, but just confirming that he is actively working with somebody on the outside. Yep. So he could give those signs because he knew where they were. Right. So there you go. Yep. He shows her the newspaper. He says, Luther Boggs is the greatest of all lies. Right. That's a good quote. Yeah. And then he shows her, hey, they're prepping the gas chamber with this guy. So he's going to be fucksville. Yep. And then the next day they're back at the prison. He drops down the newspaper and she's like, holy shit, they found the kids. And he's like, no. This is a bogus article. Yeah. I love move. this shit. That's a great... This is awesome. That's a great fucking movie. This is like counterintelligence. Like, it's just so badass. Yeah. I like it a lot. Very slick. This is why... It's these little things, you know, like, that highlight Mulder as being fucking brilliant and smart, and he's good with criminals. You know, how to catch him. He knows how to bait him in. The New York Knicks thing was the first deception, which was great. Right. But then we get a little flip-flop when he starts singing Beyond the Seas. We're like, oh, shit, it's a little cat and mouse. Yeah. And then again, it continues. And that's a good point, actually, because we don't... I feel like that's... You usually don't immediately jump to thinking about that with Mulder. You right. think about, you know... Hunches. Hunches, probably aliens, probably you know, that kind of shit. Always, but we forget 100%. that that he, yo, he's a. I think he has a doctorate in psychology. That he's a criminologist and he's shit. He's a criminologist. He he writes Monty profiles. Props. Yeah, Monty props. He writes these crazy profiles. He's known throughout the FBI as being brilliant. At sure, that. you know. But we are, 
you know, we're just so used to watching the show do, you know, him being crazy. Not doing Baldwin. normal shit. There's not, it's not like they break up a normal thing. Right. It's always something. Not a lot of normal crimes. No, nothing like that. It's the X-Files. <laughs> this guy ain't uh, chasing guys down with, uh, you know, from the desert who are looking to blow buildings up. Right. He's right. fucking, no. fuck that shit. No. No counterterrorism for this guy. <laughs> not important. <laughs> totally different. So they know they Mulder has in the way he says it too. he's like five steps. He goes, this guy's thought five steps ahead. And here's what I like about Boggs is, is that he seems like such a fucking weirdo creep. But at the same time, you understand this weird underlying kind of genius manipulation here. Yes. That's the whole episode. Right. It's it's great for that. In in Mulder's like, we gotta think five steps ahead, you know, it's like fucking chess playing with these guys. They prompt him to they know he's gonna make his weekly phone call. And when the phone rings Oh my god, Mulder's phone rings. When Mulder's phone rings when the guys And they're looking down that yes. CCTV and he's looking up in the camera, yes, talking to Mulder, yes. looking at Mulder. Yes. Dude, that that's the you're ultimate like, middle Holy finger. Shit. He is right. This guy That's what I'm saying. No joke. That's when we go from Fucking circus guy. Yep. I tell you a fortune, right? To see what? So, holy shit. Hi. This is a guy that murdered his entire family on Thanksgiving. At the age of six, Luther Boggs slaughtered every pet animal in his housing project. When he was 30, he strangled five family members over Thanksgiving dinner and then sat down to watch the fourth quarter of the Detroit Green Bay game. Because I ain't missing that fucking football game. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> Can we talk about logistics? Please. Okay. How does one strangle five people? <laughs> did he grow many arms? Did he become Cthulhu? Or, or did he wait for like the tryptophan to kick in at like nap time and just like slowly pad his way around the living room, like strangling each yeah. person one at a time? Did he tie them all up and then like strangle, strangle them? Strangle them in turn. How do you tie them all up? It's just as hard as strangling them all. Catching five people and like shit. Right. You can shoot five people. It's hard to strangle a 13-year-old girl, trust me, <laughs> let alone a family of five, right? What the hell? Yeah, that's a great, a great How point. How does one pull this off? I don't know. It's nuts. But obviously, it would take a criminal mastermind. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they're like, maybe they're like, Luther Lee, Luther, honey, could you do the gravy? He's like, I'll do the gravy. I'll do the gravy. I guess, yeah, maybe in separate rooms. Maybe, maybe fucking poisoned him and then strangled him. I don't fucking know. What does he do? Yeah. Strangled five people. Five people. Might as well say he strangled 20, because I don't know how you <laughs> do that. If it's more than one, because what are the other ones doing while he's strangling one? Think about it. He probably waited till halftime, so he probably only had 15 minutes. Right. He has one quarter he's to like, strangle five Well, people. I don't want to miss the game. I got, I got 15 minutes yep. to, to strangle him. Well, he watched the fourth quarter, and obviously we assume he watched the first half. Right. So he missed the third quarter. Okay, so maybe so, so maybe two quarters worth of football time. Yeah, so how long is one quarter of football take? I think 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, but like on broadcast oh, yeah. time, we're talking maybe mm. 40 minutes. It takes a while. Maybe maybe not, 30 minutes at least. Sure. Right? Figure three so hours. you got 30 minutes yep. to strangle five people that are in one house yes. together. Yeah. And you yourself could be suffering a little bit of the uh, tuckered out feeling of stuffing right. down turkey legs. Yeah. It, did he know he was going to murder him? I don't know. Because I would want to do that with like a, not a f- super full stomach. Right. No second helpings. Because you got to move quick. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the adults are, are the hard part. Yep. And, well, and they, they show them. Like he yeah. has a little vision of them. Yep. And like he has like a brother that's, you know. Could handle rel- himself. Yeah. 
Yeah. If he had to. Right. You know? Especially if your life's on the line. He didn't just bitch out. I know. Well, I don't know. This is good conversation. I need answers. Yeah. <laughs> I, need I answers want that as a whole episode. <laughs> I want to watch that. <laughs> He's wearing a fucking little sweater. <laughs> His Thanksgiving Day sweater. Uh, oh, okay. <clears throat> moving So, right no answers there, like the X-Files usually. <laughs> we are left with mystery. Um, where the hell are I'd we? I'd believe aliens over that. Probably aliens. Probably. If you ask Mulder. You'd be surprised. Mulder's like, you can't strangle five people. Probably aliens were there. What the fuck, Mulder? You believe aliens are the most mundane shit, and you think this, this little tiny guy <laughs> strangles out five people? Come on. Yeah, he is small. Um, so, where, where are we? Well, I lost myself. He calls Mulder. Okay. <laughs> he yeah. calls Mulder. Calls Mulder, sees right through that whole thing. Yes. And that's when uh, later... They get him in the cell later, and they get him to start talking. And he's talking about... Channeling. He's channeling. He's channeling. As, <laughs> as Mulder makes fun of, he says the killer is aroused at the prospect of becoming a killer. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's the kidnapping is the first part, and then he's going to kill them after. Small, thin, late 20s, human skull, cold eyes. Right. Yep. Nothing overly amazing at this point. Yeah. He's... he's Got the wires. He's got the wire. He keeps saying, and um, he then he just outs with a small boathouse on Lake Jordan. Yeah, boom. And then before Mulder exits, he says, "Don't go near the white cross." He tells him, "Right, see your blood. I see your blood. on that white That's cross." That's right. Yeah, that's right. Awesome. And Mulder's like, "Okay, whatever. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself." Basically, is what he's been saying the whole episode. <laughs> we go back to uh, FBI's awesome tactics. Awesome tactics. Awesome tactics. They I go, mean, they, shit. They That's go a in sweep. with literally a tactical team. You see the guys with full kit, MP5s, body armor, and then Mulder's just running around with his pistol on his own, as per usual. And what happens? He gets shot. He gets fucking shot. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, what happens. Not going to lie, Mulder, you deserve this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. P.S. How does his blood from the leg shot get up on that cross? I thought about that too. Yeah. It's, it's a weird splatter pattern. Very weird. We need to get Dexter Morgan in here to <laughs> fucking figure that shit out because I don't know. I guess the boat, they, he got shot from, he was on a dock. The boat mm. was below in the water. Yeah. Maybe a little up. Sure. Maybe hit the femoral. That thing can squirt. Oh, yeah. Which explains why he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eh, quick medical. Pinch attention. that shit. Yep. Um, but uh, Scully. She comes over, immediately calls the officer down. Yep. Um, and she looks up and she sees the white cross. She does. In the blood. She it. does. Could have been already on there, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Could have went up there with a fucking can from Home Depot and just did a little <laughs> spatter pattern to make the manipulation complete. Yep. So yeah. can we talk about something right now? Yeah. Is this guy fucking psychic or not? Shit. Yeah. Uh, we don't even know, do we? Or is he just a mad manipulator? It is true. Something but, to think about. Well, that and again, we love that that we don't have right. answers um, because, like Scully, you know, when she justifies it later, you know, talked about how she could have known about her dad, right. or whatever. But I think he is. Yeah, personally. Yeah, me too. And I think it ends up not mattering at the end, right? Because he's still a fucking monster. Yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, but. It is cool to think about, like, what's his motive? Is he really, it, it, he's a weird monster who's trying to come clean. He's leading them along. Was he trying to get Mulder killed? I don't think so, because why warn him on the way out right. in this scene? Why I, say, stay away from the White Cross, Mulder? 
I like that. I think it's later when he talks about it. All he wants, he wants a deal. It's totally self-interest. Absolutely. And he, and he says, like, I am petrified of, of that, going back to that chair. Yeah. You know? you know, I got a clip of that. Oh, cool. And I wanted to play it for you. Oh, but wait, wait till we get there. Well, wait till I'm we all, get there. I'm all fucking up. Well, because I wasn't sure if, if, if it was, I thought, you know, I thought maybe this was audio from, from uh, somebody you were dating. So I was like, is this, is this how your day went down? Because they were all like, I don't ever want to go back again. Ever. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I was just like, <laughs> or was it this one? Stop, 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 stop. Yep. You've heard that before. Hey, a thousand no's, one yes <laughs> means yes. <laughs> Holy shitballs. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> moving along. Moving along. Mulder's fucked up. Mulder's in bad shape. Into the ER he goes. Elizabeth does ID Lucas Henry. Yes. What's his middle name? He's got a middle name, too. They all got fucking triple names. Uh, Lucas, Lucas Jackson Lee. Henry. Lucas Jackson Henry. Luther Lee Boggs. Henry Lucas is a real serial killer. Yes. Yeah. Which is where the name came from. Ah, see that? Yeah. But Mulder's in critical condition. Yes. And Scully goes to see fucking Box. And she's pretty mad, isn't she? A little. A little upset. She gives him quite the case of the ass. This was a trap for Mulder because he helped put you away. Well, I came here to tell you that if he dies because of what you've done, four days from now, nobody will stop me from being the one that'll throw the switch and gash you out of this life for good, you son of a bitch! You son of a son of a bitch! <laughs> Get it out. Uh, Boy. Yeah. Whew. Little, uh... A little emotional. I liked it. Good honor. It was cool. It's, it's these moments that show you the connection between the characters without them being fucking dumb. Yeah. And, you know, sending each other Christmas cards and shit. And, uh, and I like that she, even though all she has is anger for him, she, she's believing him. Yep. And even before he says anything, because he starts doing some channeling here, but even before then, she turns to leave and she stops. She does. Because she... Has a, she's compelled to him mm-hmm. in a way, yeah. and it's cool how, I, I, and I, you think it's upsetting her greatly. It's like tearing her up, right? But it it is right. Like she, she knows she's not gonna walk right out, right? She needs more. Thirteen episode in, thirteen episodes in, she knows. I mean, that's a meta way to say it, but her career with Mulder thus far has lead. She has to know that there's some weird shit going on out there, even if she's not 100 percent on board. And to have the pain of losing your father and being involved in a very emotional, time-sensitive case where yeah. you're looking at maybe being the difference between these kids getting tortured to death or not. I mean, that's a lot of stress. So yeah. You're a woman. The, right. You're a woman. Absolutely. So there's a, there's a um, genetic predisposition towards a lack of reason right. and being very emotional. Exactly. Right. And then you got to deal with this fucking guy. So the thing she sees is, is she being... Is she, you know, is she, is she seeing shit that she wants to see because she's being stressed out? Is, is he telling the truth? Does he see shit? Is he manipulating her? Yep. Is all of it true? I think it's, I mean, he's definitely manipulating her. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Um, but It's awesome. But yeah, I, I like how it comes out. And you don't know, like, yeah, when she visibly sees like her father or Mulder's face over his in, in flashes, you know, that, that can just be in her mind. But right. what he's saying and so right here he starts channeling. Oh yeah. And it's 
pretty fucking sweet because he, he gives us a little, little girl move, little fourteen year old that Dana. Was amazing. That was awesome. Yep. He, and she's like, that could have been anyone's childhood. She says it, and you. You, it lacks conviction. She doesn't believe it. No. I mean, she, yeah, you can she tell. sounds defeated. Out of breath. Yeah, yeah, sure. Absolutely. But yeah, I do like this whole dynamic is, is amazing. And this is why Dorf is so good. Because he is in that fucking character space, man. Yeah. And like when she's trying to, she wants to, like you said, the upset and the exit. And she just can't bring herself to do it. She sticks around. Her face is just like, I, I can't leave. Yeah. You know, it's it's... And that's when he goes off and, it and fucking he does his kills her oh. to ask oh. when she finally let me talk like, to him. I know, I know what you want. Mm-hmm. I know what you want. Just ask me. Just ask. Yep. And she like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you see in her face, and she's like, I, you know, can I talk to him? He's so fucking good. Yeah. And that's of course when I don't ever want to go back again, ever. Hey, Dina, uh, do you want to go? Do you want to go to Baltimore? I don't ever want to go back again, ever. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that place sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's a, a mess. Yeah, and that his face is redder than Scully's father's at this point. <laughs> his yeah. hands are pale. Oh yeah, and his he's fucking face so is tight. white. I yeah. mean, red. And yeah. I, 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 I love that it. He he is so petrified of it. Of like, course. And and you can visualize it. He, he, now he tells us a little bit about he's been on death row, but lo, he actually went to the damn chamber before. Right. And I forgot what happened. There was a last minute stay or for yep. whatever reason. But he literally took that last long walk to his death, got a reprieve, and all he can think about is going back down that hall. Yep. And he says he knows his hell is going to be doing that over and over That's again. Right. You know, he will do anything to avoid it. That's now. right. It's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, you said something earlier in the show and you were talking about self-interest, and I like that. And that's what it is. It's self-interest at this point. He's not, a, he's not trying to be the redeemer. He's not... I mean, he'll redeem for self-interest, but right. only if it gets him something. Yeah. Otherwise, he, what's he the point? He doesn't care about moral no. redemption. No. No. It's a deal. It's a deal. And it, and it makes... It just makes it all make sense. You know, it's, it's very believable. That's right. It's good shit. He says, my family was right there to watch me. Yeah, that whole thing, that whole flashback kind of of him recounting the tale of going to the chamber was, was pretty intense. Cold, dark place. Yeah. And Scully says, I don't believe you. And that's when... I fucking love what he says. He, the cards tip a little, right? Yeah. He, his, his, he breaks down a little yep. because he's like, that boy's going to die. Yeah. He's like, I don't, I don't care if you believe me or not. If you want a, that boy to live, I can give you the info and I need the deal. That's it. Yeah. She manages to walk out of that. She yeah, walks she does. away. Yep. She doesn't. She's like, boom, exits, stone face, him in the background. It's awesome. And I like that. And then she goes to visit the warden. And he's like, what? And I think she, she presses for a deal. Yeah. She presses for the deal. That's insane. <laughs> she, wants, she wants those last words from her father so bad. She's willing to press for this deal. In her mind, she's like, he ain't going anywhere. He's on yeah. death fucking row. Yeah. He's going to die in prison either way. And she either dies now or he dies in 20 fucking years. Right. She's willing to make that call to, to, to do it. And he's like, uh, this is overdue. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking toast. Yeah. Okay. 
and he says, "Is that actually the governor she's talking to?" I thought it's. I thought, but when I watched, because those those are the guys who do it, right? But I think it said they were in the prison, so I thought maybe he said that. Unless the he's warden, unless he's at. I, it's not. I know it's I not know. his call, right? But maybe she went to him. I don't know. Is it the? Go- I know governors make that call, but I wasn't sure. There's a warden in the credits. There's no governor in the credits. I think that's so him, Don McKay. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, I thought that too. I had to watch it twice. I'm like, wouldn't this be the governor? But then when they were at the prison, I'm like, I doubt the governor drove out to the fucking prison. Yeah, I know. To have that meeting. So, yeah. So maybe the warden has to make that call to the yeah, governor or whatever. Right. I don't know. So, anyway. Yeah. So he says, uh, yeah, no, we're going to, we're definitely going to kill him. Yeah. And she goes back. Or does she go to see Mulder first? She goes to see Mulder. Yeah. Yep. And that's when he's like, what are you doing? Stop dealing with this guy. Yeah. She, he's scared. Her. Of course. He keeps warning her about about him. Mulder has, as we've discussed, a history of dealing with serial killers. Yeah. I like how in the beginning of the, in the show, too, they say a serial incident. They don't say serial killer because they're too cool. Yeah. A serial incident, <laughs> right? It's kind of a serial thing going on yeah. here. Oh, I get it. He's a serial killer. That's like, a, like a TV show or, or like a murderer. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like comics or what? <laughs> so I like that. I like that a lot. And... He doesn't, she hasn't had to go about this, I'm getting manipulated by a mastermind who has contact with somebody on the outside who might be setting this whole thing up to hurt people, to hurt yep. more people. Yep. He's final fuck you before they gas him out. Because Mulder thinks he is fully <clears throat> capable of that. Of, of course. Doesn't give a shit. And, and, he, and, he, and he sees that Scully is in a, in a not her usual state. Yes. That she might... Jump to emotionally compromised. And, yes, which is funny because he's usually the one that's emotionally compromised. He's right. usually the fucking yeah. banana head. That's what we talked about. This episode being the flip, the flip flop. And us as the viewer at this point in the episode, we just we just look at Luther Lee Boggs. We know he's creepy because Brad Dorf is good, right? Yeah, Brad, Brad Dorf oh. portrays him in a way that makes you go, definitely Steven. stay away from my pets and oh. friends, <laughs> yes. right? But and you're not coming over for Thanksgiving. Right, but we haven't seen his crimes. No, which makes it a unique perspective for the audience because we're like it makes us sympathetic to, to, Scully. to Scully. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We didn't see him strangle people. If we saw that movie first, <laughs> we'd be like Scully, you fucking numbskull. <laughs> right. Mulder's seen that movie. Yes. That's why he's That's like, a great stop. fucking point. Right. He's like, yeah. stop. What are yep. you doing? I've seen the crime scenes. I've seen the girl. The fucking blue-faced, you know, uh, bloody-bodied 13-year-old kid. Yeah. You know, with, with things sticking out of her body. Trust me on this. Yeah. Don't fuck with this guy. And you're, and you're right in it because they want you to be, be... They want the audience to be in from Scully's point of view because this is Scully's episode. Right. So you understand Malta's point of view. And just fucking writing-wise, how good is this to... Like, how often do shows or things try to do the flip-flop Try to like, you know, yeah. and it just, it's stupid. Sucks. Fucking like just, just, they just do it to do it. Right. But this is totally believable. Why is Scully, you know, emotional, whatever, or fucking father just died and mm-hmm. this guy's channeling or seems to be channeling her father. Why is Mulder all of a sudden, you know, the cold rational because right. of what you said? That's like, it. damn. That's fuck, it. Fuck, that's good writing. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. No. Yeah. Not bad. But yeah, it's, and, and, and that's the thing. We can, it shows you how us, the audience, can be fooled. But, but the casting of Dorf was good, right? Had they casted, had they casted a, a handsome, very pristine yeah. guy, we would have been, it would have been different. This, 
the writing and the performance is good enough to where you're like you're tempted like Scully. You're like, yeah. but look at him, listen to him. That the those flashes of <laughs> rage. You see the monster you're like, in there. Fuck. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? So you get a little spooked out by him, but it's cool because they put you in her shoes, man. It's it's and he's like you said, he's like, What the fuck are you doing? No wonder I picked this fucking episode. Yeah. Good taste. Saw I the have. writing on the wall, didn't boom, he? Boom. So Scully goes back and she tells Boggs that he got his deal. <laughs> Straight up lies to his face. Straight up face. lies. That's bold. Yeah. But fuck it. Bold move, Cotton. You're trying to save some people's lives. Sorry, yeah. bro. It's, yeah. She's kind of out of options. She's point. out of options. That's a good point. And then he says, I see a barrel, circles, bigger like, huge vats, factory, condemned, old blue devil brewery, he says. Yep. And that's uh, out by Morrisville. He's getting ready to kill. He's getting ready to kill. Like he's, he's pushing, pushing. Because yep. now he's just got Jim, right? That's it. Got the one dude. And then Boggs, I was saying, boy, Boggs, probably get your stay in writing before you <laughs> yeah. probably get your stay of execution in writing before you spill your guts. But it's cool that and because she's like she goes to walk out and she wants like the final word. Mm. You know, she wants to kind of stick it to him. And so she says, you know, obviously you were bullshit the whole time, or you would have known. Yep. And I think he like literally cuts her off and says Avoid yeah. the devil. The blue devil. Yeah. He he warns her. He warns her, but he he knows he knew the whole time that there was no deal. Yeah, I know, right? I, yeah, and I want to talk about that because maybe at the end there is a he can never be redeemed for what he did, but maybe at the end in trying to save her, yeah, he's almost saying, "I'm gonna die. I know that now. There's no deal, no matter what." I could give you the fucking guy who shot JFK. I'm not, I'm not out of this, no. right? But yeah, that's a good point too. Because why it, save her? Right. He's just saying, hey, avoid the fucking blue devil. Trust me. Because I think, and he did it to Mulder too. But we don't know why. That's still that, that earlier. was still still. I want to fucking get out because he acts a little different here. His face. The last part is when, soft. It's soft, and he's asking her to be his witness. That's to right. Come to his execution, <sighs> man. And she, at that point, he will let her speak to her father. Yep. That point only. That's it. And you feel there is a connection between them here. It's, it's, which is it's so good. So fucking crazy. Yeah. A fucking amazing, rational, professional FBI agent and a monster, sociopath, serial killer. Right. And you see it and you believe it. There is like a genuine, by the end of it, there is some kind of genuine connection. I agree. And they talk about, like, if you read, like, the breakdowns of the episode and shit, it talks about how, you know, like, their family family issues, like, being, like, a point of... Yes. Like, bonding, which yep. is, like, weird. Yeah. Oh, you don't have a good relationship with your dad either? <laughs> Me neither. I Me mean, neither. Like, yeah, strangled mine. <laughs> right? Strang- choked the shit out of him. <laughs> So I could watch the football game. Not a good relationship with my mom, either. <laughs> yeah, or my, or my brother. Or, or sister. Yeah. <laughs> or the animals yeah. in the neighborhood. <laughs> or anything living. But, yeah, it is cool. But the information saves her, because when we get to the, the shootout, which, by the way, don't fire once. That never happens. <laughs> Nobody shoots? Oh, oh, yeah. That never happens. A whole they would have lit that guy on fire. Fucking, yeah. On That's fire. That's when you hear, like, yeah. oh, a uh, suspect was shot 17 times. Yeah. 
He would have been lit the fuck up. You have a whole team standing there. Federal agents were armed. One yeah. shot. Thanks. One, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the warning. One shot. I'm like, what is this? A duel in the 1700s? <laughs> now you've returned fire, sir. <laughs> fuck no. They would have opened up on him. Yeah. But yeah, she avoids that pit trap. And later in the episode, like you said, that that almost like softening of his face, that moment where Scully kind of looks down and she's like, you know, you saved his life and mine. And part of me thinks she might feel a little bit of guilt there for bullshitting him, even yeah. though he knew. I think so. Because I, like I said, I think she feels some kind of connection. Agreed. And she does uh, feel bad. And now she knows if she wants to talk to her dad, she's going to have to... Uh, Go to his execution, right? And she doesn't. She fucking doesn't. Whew. After being willing to try to get this guy a deal. Yep. To go to the warden and the governor or whatever. But, you know, she... She... So she goes to see Mulder. She does. Right? And she, she kind of opens up to Mulder now. I don't think we get the whole conversation, but you see that they're talking about, you know, she's talking about it. Her father. Yep. Um, I don't think she ever. I don't. I don't think she ever would have told Mulder like that he was gonna let her talk to her father. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that really, really came up. Yeah, but I think she kept that to herself. Yeah, but she talks about how he was singing "Beyond the Sea" Mm. and and she rationalizes to Mulder. How he could have known that. Yep. And I'm an FBI agent, you know. He could know anything about me if I was your partner. Could yep. have found it from someone on the outside. You know, that he was a uh, captain of the Navy, his death, you know, obituaries, public stuff, blah, blah, yep. blah. Beyond the um, he was playing at the wedding, you said that, right? Yep, yep. Yep. So all that shit. But I don't, do you think she believes it when she's saying it to Mulder? No. No, I don't either. No. I think, I think she's, I think she's having a reflexive action. Yes. Like this is her, Emotional move. Yeah, like she's tangible. she's rolling back. Yep. She's trying to roll back and convince herself otherwise. And Mulder's sister, why can't you believe? Which is funny because they almost flip flop. Yeah, because Mulder didn't believe him. Boggs is the greatest of lies. Yeah, but maybe he kind of does. By the end, that's the thing I thought was so interesting. I don't know if unless he he just means in general about crazy shit. Because he's like, why can't you believe? He says to her at the end here. Yep, and she says for the second time in the show, afraid. Well, no, she also says the, the phrase, Oh, I want to believe. Right. Right. Doesn't yep. she say it? She does, but she does say, I was, I think she says, I was afraid at oh, the end right, here. Oh, right, right. Um, and that's when I think it does come out about the father thing because doesn't he say, he says something about, why can't you believe? And they go on to talk oh, more. Oh, you're, you're fucking right. Right. Because yeah. he, he says, you know, how hard was it to, you know, to not know? Right. What you what your father wanted to say to you, and that's, she says, "I do know, because he was my father." Yeah. So she didn't. It was kind of cool, you know. It was like she already knew the answer, and that's kind of like the growth talk for her at yeah. the end here. She always was, knew the father was proud. She didn't have to hear it at the end because she, that's that's the same thing her mother said, right? Which is cool. The exact same, you know. She said, "Was he proud of me?" I know, like blah blah blah. You know, he didn't want me to be an FBI. Agent. He was your father. He was your father. And then she, says, which is an answer. Yeah. Yeah. It's <sighs> awesome. Fucking great! It's a slick little, a slick little roll off at the end. Yeah. I like it a lot. It was it was cool shit, man. And we, and the only thing we talk about is Boggs. As he's walking Boggs walking to the chair. <clears throat> yep, he's getting those visions, as he said. Yep. So 
it's cool that we see it play out because yeah. he's described it before, yeah. which I like. So I think we, you know, I guess there's your answer. There's he, your answer. He, he is psychic or, sure. or something. Something. You know, he has some kind of gift or curse or whatever. But it's never confirmed he's working with this guy on the outside despite knowing the facts. They never answer that question. Yeah, they don't. And, and uh, I, you know, I guess it doesn't really matter. It doesn't. But, but yeah, because it, it could go either way. Right. Depending on your perspective, either as an audience or as one of the characters, you could believe either way. Either way. Yeah. And that's what, st- and that's what the episode set out to do. It set out to show this kind of emotional crucible for Scully and how she was going to deal with it. And the temptation and the idea of this Luther Lee Boggs character being connected to that somehow and how it plays out in the end and how it affects her going forward and what her and Mulder say at the end. You yeah. know, I like that a lot. It's just smart writing. And you know what? Because actually, if you, you know, if you really want to think about it, he could have this gift, you know, but the gift that we see is only him interacting with death, with yes. dead people. Right. So, and the other shit, might be total bulls- right. bullshit because the, the he's landmarks. working with that guy. The landmarks, right. the descriptions, yep. that could all be just like an idea that he had to do, you know, because of he wanted to fucking not die. Right. Um, but yeah, but whatever. Like but we said, it doesn't matter. And that's what's great about the show. This, is, this episode's so smart in that they never tell you if Boggs can do what Boggs says Boggs can do. If he's having visions before he dies, that could just be crazy. I'm about to die. Fucking hallucination sure, shit. You know sure. what I mean? That fucking DMT dump in your brain and you just start seeing shit. Yeah. And fucking who knows what he's seeing in those last moments. Um, and, and that's what's smart about it. Because the show up until this point, there's never any question. It's just one believes and one doesn't. And in this episode, everyone's wondering, was Box a psychic or not? That's <laughs> clever writing. Yeah. Man. And that's why it's a good episode to talk about because it does take that it takes the idea of what X-Files is doing and it spins it on its head. And those are always my favorite, my favorite, uh, you know, elements of the X-Files yeah. is, is, are the unanswered shit. Absolutely. You know, see, actually seeing an alien never really does that much for me. Right. You know, it's the, it's the questions and the unknown yeah. and the, yeah. you know, the mystery. I agree 100%. So yeah, man, good episode, great pick. Oof. I was excited that you picked it. Yeah, I feel spent. Good. Right now. In the next one we're doing. Ooh, coming in hot. The Hand de Valitza. The Hand de Valitza. Because if it involves evil and Satan, <laughs> it's probably German. <laughs> probably, Some fucking guys. He's like, it my fucking great-grandfather. Can you fucking give me a break? <laughs> Can you get over it? Berlin's is really cool now. We love everyone. <laughs> We're uh, very good at soccer. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, that'll be up next. That's your pick. Yep. And then back to me. I right. like the fucking I like the I like the the fucking woolly sweatshirts and the fucking ties and the sweater vests and oh. then the fucking Satan underneath. It's I so love that good. shit. Oh okay. I, I'm looking forward to that one a lot. That'll be good. That was a great pick. Snake eats somebody. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Spits it back out. <laughs> so that'll Big be a good time. Yeah. Get ready for that. Get ready for that, motherfuckers. Think, uh, Anything else? I think uh, that's about it. We're done. Awesome. Well, you guys have a great day. We'll catch you next week. All right. Adios.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning into another episode of the X-Files podcast by LSG Media. If you are interested in what other projects we have going on, head over to libertystreetgeek.net. That's libertystreetgeek.net. We've got all kinds of podcasts, The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, science fiction film, you name it, we got it. Check us out and we will see you next week. Have a good one. Have a good one.